0: What a time this is. I have had to pull myself back from living in a constant state of fight or flight. How about you? Fight or flight is meant to be a temporary, temporary state, a brilliant way to protect ourselves from that proverbial tiger, but that should be like a very small portion of our lives. If we find ourselves stuck in fight or flight, what's the alternative? What does the ideal state look like? Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
1: Well, hello again, and welcome to the Freed Hearts podcast, episode 22. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here, as always, with...
0: Susan Cottrell. Hi there. Hi there. It's good
1: to be back with you.
0: I'm glad to be here, too. Ah! Right into the mic.
1: (laughs) What a time it has been. Does anyone else feel like that right now? That's what we're (laughs) going to talk about today. What a time. We're kind of wondering what's next in the world. (laughs) It's been unusual, yeah? You know, I've had to pull myself back, including in this very moment. And uh, actually today, most of this day, I've had to pull myself back from fight or flight. The constant energy of fight or flight. How about you? Yes. Yeah, you you know, um, fight or flight is meant to be an automatic protection, our brilliant way to protect us from that proverbial tiger.
0: It's It's, always a tiger. It's
1: always (laughs) a tiger. So we can either fight or run to save our lives. But that should be like a a small portion of the time we can't live there. And 99% of the time, we're not even being threatened by a real tiger. Yeah. But we live there so much. I find myself living there all the time, it seems. Yeah. And... That's no way to live, no place to live. So what's the alternative? That's what we want to talk about today is what's the alternative to fight or flight? What's the ideal state that is not fight or flight?
0: That's a really good question. Yeah. You know, I asked you that the other day because I was curious if you knew, and you said, surrender and stay, which I thought was wonderful.
1: I am just brilliant. (laughs) You are
0: brilliant. And I thought, oh, that, <laughs> that sounds really nice. Um, and to be clear, surrender doesn't mean you surrender to abuse or to someone who wants your compliance. That's not what we mean. But to surrender to the situation in front of you, to be present to it, and to let the next step emerge. So I thought that was a great answer.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, honey. You're
0: welcome. Thanks. But that was not what I found when I looked up the alternative. It was not what I was seeking. Um, So I'm going to tell you what I was seeking. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. Go for it.
0: What I found as I uh, looked up the alternative to fight or flight was rest and digest.
1: That's pretty good, too. Have you ever heard that? No.
0: Well, um, let's see. I learned it just a couple of years ago. And it seems that we all know fight or flight, but we don't know rest and digest. And I think... Just that—that that those words don't spring to our lips so easily—that it, in itself seems to be a commentary on our lives, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it seems fight or flight has become such common phrase in the language because it's so familiar. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and but- and and especially we lived there before 2020 a lot of the time, just because that's the pace. In which the world seems to operate right now, but then you just we just cranked everything up over yeah. the past year or so, and now it's it's for a lot of us it's a it's a way of life.
0: Yeah, and the the news fatigue. What was it called? News fatigue. Oh, um, doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. Yeah, where I mean that's just fight or flight, fight or flight, fight or flight as a constant feed, and we rarely really take the time. To rest and digest
1: well, and when you're and when you're in fight or flight all the time then you're you're either operating with fists clenched ready to defend yourself or ready to fight or find yourself debating and arguing and,
0: yeah, and jaws getting clenched. Yeah,
1: jaws clenched or your you're on the run or wondering if you should pack to be on the run you know to yeah. to to do flight Yes. It's just, it's constant stress constant, and there's no rest and there's no time to digest anything.
0: Yeah. And so the, the rest and digest speaks to this Zen-like state of peace, to rest from our work, to rest from our thoughts, and to gi- digest what we're internalizing from mm. the world. You know, it speaks to healing and recovery from overwork, from shock, from trauma like a deer that shakes after it's gotten away from the lion. You know how that we always talk about that. And uh, it's always a deer, right? But actually, (laughs) I I think I read that all animals do that automatic expulsion of trauma, except for humans. We don't do that. But we need that healing and recovery time from, I don't know, say a worldwide pandemic and a breakdown in our economic system and all the other problems that our worldwide pandemic has shown us so clearly.
1: Do you think it's gotten harder, gotten more difficult to do this?
0: The rest and digest? Well, I think this year has been a, a, a halt in business as usual to a large degree. I hope so. And I hope that things will move forward with more contemplation than they have before. And, you know, we've, a lot of people we know have been saying, we don't want it to get back to business as usual because business as usual has, is what led us to this breakdown mm-hmm. of our systems um so i think the invitation of 2020 was to reassess and you know recreate from the ground up but i don't know if we'll do that but but the doom scrolling and the yeah. trauma has increased a million fold and for people who fell through the system and people who lost family members yes. to covid it's it's been an increased fight or flight,
1: yeah, I think that you know if the opposite is rest and digest, I think, well, what's preventing me from resting? you know again the those you know the clenched jaw and everything else that would certainly be not be conducive to a restful mindset, yeah. but I think, and I've joked with you that. You know the things that I tended to do to kind of get out of the house and step away from work would be you know, go to a movie or sit in a Starbucks or go walk at a market or something like that. I've not been able to do any of that over the past yeah. year. So, so our our ability, either because of our circumstances or health or being stuck at home or whatever, our our ability to rest um, has been limited. Because we're almost, we're, we are forced to sometimes rest in the same exact setting physically that we fight or do flight because we're just here. Yes. And so I think that's harder. I also think digesting is really harder because, and we've, we've noticed the change with the 24 hour news cycle and how it's all about the clicks and, everything else and they just everybody wants you to click and read whatever their headline they've tossed up there so it's always been it's it's been increasingly more difficult to take the time to to digest things going on mm-hmm. but when the headline pops up that that there's this new variant of the virus or this is going on mm-hmm. or this is going on in Washington or this is or this and it's like we're so Overwhelmed by that, that it's difficult to take the time to just digest yeah. what's real, what's fear, what's a guess, what's what do I need to know, what don't I need to know. And so both those things I think are really
0: difficult. And it's like a it's like an intention to keep us in fight or flight. It's like an undercurrent to keep us in fight or flight.
1: <laughs> that's a that's yeah. I mean, that's that's scary right there. That's
0: scary right there. Yeah. So, and I also wanted to talk about another alternative that I discovered just like last week um, to fight or flight, uh, uh, to rest and digest. And that is tend and befriend. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. This speaks to attending our friendships, our little ones, our systems that we realize we were broken in, say, a worldwide pandemic. (laughs) To tend to our children and our families, to befriend others in the community, to build cooperation. I mean, mm. that makes so much sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And that's also very active, which I it's think is really active. important. Yeah.
0: yeah. So.
1: I like that. As I
0: was looking at these two things, I was seeing rest and digest as sort of self-care and tend and befriend <laughs> as care in the community. Other
1: care, yeah. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That's really good.
0: Yeah. Now, there's one more piece that I think is really interesting about this, and that's with tend and befriend. The article that I read said it tends to occur along gender lines. That is that women are more inclined to tend and befriend, while men are more inclined <laughs> to fight or flight.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, Jim's fighting words. See? See? I, I know. Can't I'm out of here. <laughs> see
0: <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? it is and it's really not surprising now i'm I'm not going to say if it's nature or nurture i don't I don't know that
1: it's a different episode
0: and but that's a different episode that we won't have the answers to so <laughs> <laughs> but we can clearly see that in our hyper masculinized culture that we do live in we're all predisposed toward fight or flight yeah and we really have to both all people all genders have to work at both rest and digest and tend and befriend
1: well there's a lot yeah there's a lot. certainly as as <clears throat> as a man um uh <laughs> there's you know yeah we are western especially western culture men were trained to be more n- natural fight or flight when we mm-hmm. can't fight yeah or don't want to fight but the idea of rest, digest, tend, befriend, I think Alan Alda and Mash. You know what uh-huh. I mean? We're right. just not we're not we're most of us are not trained that way. So it's not definitely not, not trained yeah, that way. So it's this that kind of operating in a state that's not that is um is ingrained in us as as not yeah. masculine, not right. And and that gender, that binary of gender thinking that is is sad, and it's yeah, you know and I, I
0: was I was saying that I don't know if it's nature or nurture, and that's another episode, but i an answer just occurred to me that really makes sense, and that I think that there is there may be some nature in it, there may be some um more fight or flight uh you know predisposition in males than females and tend my friend and in, in females. However, I think what may be inborn, and I don't know if it is, but if it is nature, then it's much smaller amount than has been exacerbated in our Mm. culture, which has nurtured this differential (laughs) in a big way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, if
1: there's a small amount in the nature, well, the culture has just nurtured that to its full bloom.
0: Yeah, and I mean nurture in the worst way, like in the negative way. That right you know, where men are really pushed into fight or flight and women too, really, but they're, but men, especially, it's yeah. a hyper masculinized culture that we're. In.
1: You know, I, we saw this in um, this gender difference clearly in, I worked for 10 years with kids with cancer and this was a really common occurrence in so many yes. families Yeah, in a tragic number of families as soon as as that cancer diagnosis came down for the child, the dad was gone. Yes. He couldn't, horrible, he couldn't take it, wouldn't take it. And it was as if suddenly he was faced with this thing that he couldn't overcome his child's cancer. He couldn't beat it, couldn't explain it, couldn't, didn't know how to handle it. No matter how hard he would try to fight, it was not guaranteed. And there was no control in that. Yeah. <clears throat> no control in that. So he left. Yes. He abandoned his his wife and his children when they could have used him the most yeah. and when his presence would have been the most valuable. Um, and that's where fight or flight can take you. If it's like, well, yeah, it's like if you're overwhelmed by fear and you can't cope, either you you find if you're defaulting everything to fight, then for me at least, you find that I'm, I'm always pissed off and I'm argumentative and I'm responding and I'm just always, always fighting and always debating and, and, or I've had it and I'm out of here.
0: Yeah. And it, and it's interesting because fight or flight makes you stupid. And so these men, these dads, they don't say, you know, this is a really hard time and my family could use me the most right now, but I can't cope. You know, it doesn't make you say that it's, you say, I can't. Fix this the way I want, so I'm out of here.
1: Well, fight or flight in the wrong way makes you stupid. Right. I mean, right. To get away from a lion
0: or a tiger, in in the needed circumstance, it's very valuable. But overused, but it literally makes you stupid because your brain, you know, all the blood rushes to your primitive cortex for you to. (laughs) (laughs) Case in point. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) For you to be able to deal with what you need to deal with. And so your higher level thinking is shut off while you're doing that. So it, it does make you stupid, literally. Yeah. But I, I wanted to say, but the mothers in those situations were always there. In always. Every family we dealt with, here she is, you know, dealing with this child and going through chemo and hospital and and parking the hospital and just... And relatives and all of this stuff, and she's dealing with it now by herself, and not a one of our moms left. Yeah. I just that's kind of a testimony to the place women hold in this culture and and their strength. And the strength. And it she shouldn't have to carry that weight by herself, but very many women in our culture.
1: Do and again the gender difference, but also if you talk nature nurture, there it's not um, it's more balanced because the the mother has the ability to rest and and digest and to tend and to befriend mm-hmm. while at the same time, when called upon, called upon, um, be strong. Yeah. You know, and, and
0: well, and, there is okay. Uh sorry, I'm gonna yeah. interrupt you. There's incredible strength in the tend and befriend and in the rest and digest. That's incredibly strong as opposed to I thought I was hearing you say No,
1: it's more relational. Yeah. No, it's more it's, relational. But, but it, they can fight
0: power, but the yes. fighting and they certainly fought for their child. And that was, you know, it was fight or flight. In fighting for their child, you know. Yeah. So
1: I just admire. It, it was a. It was a statement of admiration that I was trying to make.
0: There, no, I no, 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 you.
1: no. Um, in that, men seem to be much more, much more tied to the binary thinking of gender. Sometimes, um, be it nature or nurture or combination, and so it's like well, I'm going to fight. Or I'm out of here and I, I can't do anything else. Where
0: women yes. moms
1: are, yep, I can do, I can, I can do the relationship stuff, but if if called upon
0: Don't to, touch my child, because I'll, right, I'll come at yeah, you yeah.
1: to be yes, strong at a time when when they need to be strong, they're there. Yes. And I just I love that.
0: I love that about you and
1: about about yeah. so many women. Yeah. Our
0: hearts go out.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, you kind of set it like a binary, like the male and female. There's, there's a lot, it's, it's magnified because of the culture yeah. having, mm. you know, required that yeah. of men and women.
1: Yeah, but fight or flight is a survival mode. It's, it's, it's how we survive when we're attacked. Um, but it's not, a, it's not someplace you want to stay because it's not a growth mode. Yeah. Fight or flight is not nurture our society to health and well-being mode. It's to when used, it's to keep your populace afraid mode. Just, Tell us what you mean. Well, just imagine if you were trying to control a group of people, even to the point where you were you were promoting false teaching, or at least um not totally honest teaching. <laughs> yeah you know and you the worst thing you would want from that group is to have them rest and digest what you were saying yes to tend and befriend each other and become close you want wow. them to be dependent that's brilliant you want them to be controlled and and so to keep them in fight or flight keeps them afraid and so so many politicians and for their own Um, self-interest, news outlets, just because they've fallen prey to ratings and clicks and views and audience numbers. It's a business. Religious teachings. Yep. Even families and family dynamics are all about fight or flight. It's a very, very effective way to keep people afraid and dependent and scrambling for survival.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: And so if you're being taught in any way if you're being taught in any way that you should be afraid that bad things are going to happen to you, that you've got to fight your orientation or your way of being or whatever it is that they don't like, that's the wrong mode. All right? Was that, was that clear there?
0: Yes. What I said? I mean, to me, it
1: Yeah. Is. So if you're, if you're being taught or being led in a way Where you should be afraid that bad things are going to happen to you. And you've got to fight your orientation or your way of being or whatever it is that someone, the group, doesn't like. That's the wrong mode. And if you're being taught that if you don't fight successfully, then you're subject to flight, which in this case means forced flight, being (laughs) kicked out of a community or kicked out by God. Hear me now. That's a lie. It's wrong teaching. That's fight or flight.
0: Let me pause in here that we have to remember that news, media, religious institutions, and even politics, as so many like politicians have become career politicians, Mm -hmm. these are businesses. These are money-making ventures. And so, there's always a vested interest in, in keeping people yeah. in your thrall.
1: Yeah, and some of it, I mean, let's give some people the benefit of the doubt here. It doesn't make it any less dangerous, but some people know exactly what's going on, and they do it on purpose. Some have just, like I said, have fallen into, well, hey, we get ranked by our views, and we stay on the air by our audience, and so we have to do this. And some politicians, I think of of U.S. Congress. You know, every two years they're up for election. The moment they get sworn in, they're immediately campaigning for reelection. Right. And so it's it's. But then there are others in in the church and in politics and in news that that are intentionally doing this more so than we would want to think. That are intentionally doing this, knowing that they're keeping. Us on the edge of our seats, ready to pounce, afraid that we're going to be pounced on, or afraid that this is just not all going to work out and we're going to be out of here, either by choice or by force. Right. Um,
0: and and certainly there are a lot of people in those positions whose heart is totally in the right place, that they're just not the ones we're talking about, right? Yeah, now. right. Yeah. And
1: that's a threat. And and, yeah. and that's a threat. So. The idea behind this episode was to, because I think for me, at least, this is really powerful. And I didn't know as we, we 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 sometimes (laughs) usually talk about our our episodes, but this is one that you said, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to say or talk about it because I want you to be surprised as well. And I, this rest and uh, digest and tend and befriend are things that I need because I find myself and I know I'm not alone out there, folks. I find myself living, in fight or flight, yes. I don't want to be that. I don't want to. I don't want that for you. And I mean, so we
0: wake up sometimes in fight or flight. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. Go to
0: bed and wake up. In uh, that's fight or right. Flight.
1: And I can't. I can't seem to get out of it. So, yeah. so the the goal of this episode was to give you an alternative, some alternatives to begin to to remember when you find yourself oh, in that mode of of fight or flight. To remember, rest and digest, tend and befriend. And any faith community or any view of God that's worth anything, let alone the devotion of your heart, will focus on rest and digest, tend and befriend. Not on fight or flight. Any politician that's worth having in office is going to focus on rest and digest, tend and befriend. Not fight or flight. Any relationships, including family members that are worth our time and attention, seriously, are going to focus on rest and digest, tend and befriend, not fight or flight. We hear all all the time, I don't want the drama. I don't want the drama. I'm tired of the drama. Well, fight or flight is the drama. It's what gives you the drama.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: Yeah. What we want this to be is... Is we hope that the outcome of this episode, it is for me, and I hope it is for you, that fight or flight, that anxiety that we feel becomes a red flag. And not just in our daily lives, but as we look at our faith, our churches, our community, our online community, our family and friend, the groups that we're in on Facebook, the politicians that that we support everything fight or flight is not a sound basis for religion, for politics, for life. It's really only a basis for keeping people in check. Again, it's valuable when the lion comes, when the tiger comes, which is.
0: Lion or tiger. It's good.
1: Or bears. For either
0: one. Or bear. Oh my. (laughs) 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 We're so funny. We entertain ourselves. Of course I got it. I don't know if you're
1: laughing out there, but we love this. Uh, (laughs) no one needs to listen we just listen i
0: hope it's
1: not just us i hope it's not just us by the way i Mm, since we hope it's not just us email us at podcast at freedhearts.org podcast at freedhearts.org and let us know your comments your questions things you want us to talk about we'd love to hear from you yes so fight or flight is valuable when it's when the threat is real but it's not a sound basis for religion or family dynamics or politics. It's only a basis for keeping people in check, for controlling them and honestly bringing in money. Yeah. Fear brings in money. A common enemy or an enemy brings in money. Threats bring in money. Richard War talks about this. He said the most conservative rules-based religions intentionally keep people off their game keep them immature in their own abilities, to keep them dependent. Yes. That's fight or flight. So we want you to fight or flight when needed, when attacked, when the threat is real. But for your life, for your relationships, for your faith, for your spirituality, for your family, we want you to rest and digest. And we want you to
0: tend and
1: befriend. That's what we want for you because you're free. Your hearts are free. You are beloved. Please don't ever forget that. Yeah. We love you.
0: We love you. Bye. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you
1: call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.